Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga Podcast. This is the prediction show. I'm Manu Feit. He's Stefan Bienkowski. And Stefan, how's it going? Yeah, doing very well. Looking forward to the first weekend of the Bundesliga. Um, in typical fashion, um, I'm going to miss most of it because uh, I'm a groomsman at one of my good friend's weddings. <laughs> Just typical timing. I've been waiting all summer for the Bundesliga return and then um, I'm going to end up Kaylee uh, dancing and, and drinking whiskey all afternoon, I'm sure. Um which isn't a bad excuse for missing it, but we'll obviously catch up um, on all the action, probably on Sunday. We'll have to record a lot of the games, but um, enough about me. We actually have something exciting to announce. Um, if you haven't been on Twitter and you haven't seen us tweeting about it, which I understand if you're not these days, um, we have launched a fantasy football league for this coming season uh, in a partnership with the DFL. And... Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. We've got some prizes. Uh, first place, uh, who finishes the league top, uh, will get a Bundesliga jersey, a team jersey, of their choosing, of their size. Um, second place, will get an official match ball. And third place, we'll get one of those fun little mini balls. Um, Bundesliga uh, official merchandise, of course. Um, and if you're interested in taking part, if you're interested in fantasy football, uh, which I think is always a fun way to kind of keep interested in a league if you know, you might only be like a temporary or a uh, casual fan of league. Fantasy football does help in that regard. Um, go into your podcast app right now, go into the show notes, and you will find a link to the the league itself. And that should take you to the page. Probably ask you to download the Bundesliga um, Fantasy Football app, but you can either do that or you can jump online and do it. Um, and of course, uh, if you can't do that, or if it's, if the link isn't working, you can always find us on the fancy page. Uh, our league is called the official Gig Impression Liga, uh, so L I G A, um, and the league code is one one four seven one three. So yeah, if you want to go looking for that, you should be able to find it. But of course, if none of these things take you to it, you can get us on social media, whatever else. And I also want to mention that on the Substack. Um, we have a thread where you can banter each other about this, uh, about the league. And, you know, um, this is open not just for subscribers, but everyone. Um, you know, obviously, I think you have to be a, what I would need to specify this, it's open for all subscribers, whether you are paid or not. Um, I think that is the proper way of putting it, Stefan. So, yeah, please use this thread. Uh, just be respectful, be nice. Banter is 100% allowed. If you are winning the league, let us know. Uh, especially Stefan and I, because I don't think either one of us is going to win. Um, but we're going to have a little section, I think, every week as well, where we're going to discuss some of the up and down, uh, up, the players trending up, the players trending down. So I think this will be fun. Um, we never really had a proper space for a fantasy league um, on the show, and I think this is a really good way of doing it. And thank you for the DFL 
for their support in this. Um, I think this is a really good way of interacting with the league as well. So, yeah, enjoy it. Have fun. Um, Stefan made a better person win. <laughs> yeah, we figured the since the predictions were such a farce last season, we'd also start a second competition between the two of us to see uh, who could win that one as well. Mm-hmm. All right, exactly. It, 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 well, this one at least other people can play and uh, beat us. Um, you know, I finished second last last year between the two of us, so there's that. Um, all right, we have lots to discuss, so we should jump into it right after this break. This episode of the Gegenpressing Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available. Play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code. Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Believe, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So yeah, Stefan, um, I realized that we committed a big podcasting sin ahead of this recording, um, and that neither one of us picked a match of the day. So, or let us let each other know what their respective match of today's uh is so why don't you go ahead and pick a match of the day first and i'll take a oh. leftover <laughs> okay well i think there's maybe one obvious one i'll go with leverkusen versus leipzig um but yeah and then you can pick it that that makes it really easy for me because then i'm gonna start with the the friday fixture which is the opening game um and so i'm gonna dive right into that one so my yeah my match of the week is bremen against bayern munich this is um, maybe the before there was Dortmund against Bayern and the the the, the creation of the fake Klassiker. This was it. This was the big game in German football in the 1990s when I grew up, um, because those two teams won a lot of titles or um, had also a very distinct rivalry. Willy Lemke, of course, the sporting director at the time. Uli Hoeneß was still all mighty at Bayern Munich, um, the counterpart. They had lots of the lots of fights on television. This was a soap opera. Um, we have it now back for the Bundesliga for a second year in the running. Uh, Bremen against Bayern. And of course, this is also the first game for Harry Kane um, in the Bundesliga. Um, his debut last Saturday, of course, went sideways in the worst possible way. First title already gone, um, Stefan. But I think that this week, Things are going to go a little bit better for him. I actually predict that he's going to score, and I think that Bayern Munich are going to win this game 2-0. Yeah, I've actually gone for the exact same result. Um, it's a peculiar kind of opening fixture um, because it's a, it's a fixture in which Bremen haven't won in 31 competitive games. So, you know, I think... You know, I th- I think if the DFL were looking for a more one-sided contest, then you know they'd struggle to find one beyond this. But look, this is this is there and waiting for Bremen to kind of cause an upset. Um, you know, obviously we've spent most of the summer talking about the kind of circus around Bayern in the summer transfer window. Um, Thomas Tuchel spent much of his press conference on Thursday trying to explain his way or 
avoid the kind of um, cul-de-sacs that he's kind of talked himself into over the window, whether it be the goalkeeping situation, number sixes, uh, whether he has any number sixes in the team, uh, you know, whether Benjamin Pavard sticking around, blah, blah, blah. It's just, there's a whole array of problems that seems to be kind of haunting this Bayern team. And you would imagine that this the Tuchel, the team, are just desperate to kind of crack on and just get down with the football. Um, but, you know, you can certainly make a case, and we talked about this in the top of the, the week when the main show, that, I mean, against Leipzig, they certainly did not look ready. Um, so, I think there's every opportunity that Bremen could cause Bayern a bit of a scare here. I think the fact that there's going to be so much intrigue and so much kind of pressure on Harry Kane, who's expected to start uh, to you know, hit the ground running. But standing across from him is Nicholas Fulkrug, who could not be more experienced and more settled in this league. You know, he is really Mr. Bundesliga when it comes to being a grizzled veteran goal scorer in German football. So it's it's almost entirely set up for Fulkrug to kind of steal the show here uh, and to kind of steal Harry Kane's lines. But um, I think that's maybe just a romantic in me. Uh, and I do think... Uh, over the course of the 90 minutes, um, Bayern should be fine. So yeah, I've gone for a 2-0 win as well. It, it's still going to be a really intriguing match to watch, I think. they, As you said, everything is set up for either a hurricane show or an absolute Bayern Munich disaster. And you know what? Either way, it will be fun. Um, so yeah, uh, enjoy the opening match. That's the Friday fixture. Um, Stefan, the next game is your match of the week, Leverkusen against Leipzig. That's a great pick. I think this is going to be a game with fireworks. But what do you think here? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it kind of speaks for itself. It's two of the kind of top five, top six teams in the division. Uh, in our preview show, we spent a lot of time talking about whether Leverkusen have the capacity to break into top four, potentially even join the kind of contenders for title challengers, such as kind of being the impressive summer that they've had. Um, there's a lot of goodwill towards Leverkusen at the moment and this kind of fixture will be a real kind of baptism of fire for a lot of these kind of new players because they're up against the Leipzig side who, you know, recently crowned Super Cup champions. I know it's not a real competition, but as you pointed out in your newsletter this week, Danny Olmo was beaming from, you know, had a grin from ear to ear after that match. Uh, Max Eberl was more than happy to stick a foot into Bayern in terms of how they've been behaving in the summer so there's no doubt that Leipzig will be like full of morale they'll be ready to kind of take on anyone at this moment in time and it'll be up to Leverkusen to show from the very get-go that they're a serious club this this summer or this season rather um and I think it's going to be a really good match to be perfectly honest with you I think you know there's not a huge amount of kind of injuries really for both teams I mean aside from like the kind of long-term ones like you know Patrick Schick for example at Leverkusen um, we should see two really decent teams out. Um, and to be honest with you, I've struggled to separate them. So I've actually ended up going for a 1-1 draw because even though Leipzig, um, even though Leipzig actually, you know, have looked really good um, against Bayern, I thought they did so by almost kind of reverting back to this kind of counter-attacking style, which might work against Leverkusen, but something tells me Leverkusen will probably show them more, you know, respect, shall we say, than Bayern did, and they won't exactly try to impose themselves. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think um, 
I think I, I think that I think both teams will kind of struggle to get the best of each other. So yeah, one one draw for me. I've got sort of something similar here. I went for a two two draw. I think there's goals in this game, um, but ultimately I don't think those two teams can be separated from one another. Um, and, you know, I don't think that speaks against either one of those sides. I think these are, are two very, very good teams. Um, I think if Leipzig... Leipzig might try to play the way they did against Bayern, I'm not sure that's going to help them, as you pointed out, rightfully so. So, um, yeah, two to draw is my prediction here. Um, okay, so that's the two top games out of the way um, for both of us, uh, the, the games to watch. Of course, there's many more. Um, let's go through it here. The next match is Wolfsburg against Heidenheim. Um, the, this is the first of the two promoted sides playing their first game away from home at a team that we have talked a lot about um, this summer in Wolfsburg. And I, we both feel that they have done quite a lot of things right I think you know what Stefan this is going to be a perfect start start for for Wolfsburg and I think they're going to win this game 3-0 yeah I've also gone for a similar result I've gone for a 2-0 win for Wolfsburg here um, you know they look quite impressive to say the least in their Pokal first round um, um, which they won 6-0 um, and yeah, you know, we talked, again, we went to kind of more depth on Wolfsburg and all these teams, by the way, so if we are flying through this episode, please do go back and listen to both preview shows if you're looking for a bit more depth on these clubs, but um, I do think, despite the fact that Wolfsburg have lost a lot of key players, they brought in some really impressive ones. One in particular this week this week in Meyer, the Croatian uh, number 10, who I think will be a really impressive player. Um and you know, as we just outlined on the preview, on the on the second part of the the league preview show, um, I've, I I do kind of worry for Heidenheim this season. So, I mean, if they were going to cause an upset, this would be a great one because I think most people would put their money on Wolfsburg to win this one, uh, including myself. So, um, yeah, let's see what happens. But yeah, I think this might be a comfortable win for Wolfsburg. All right, up next, um, Hoffenheim, Hoffenheim against uh, Sportclub Freiburg. What do you think here, Stefan? I think it's going to be a really tricky one. Um, this was a very hard one to kind of call, um, just because I think, you know, Hoffenheim have been a decent team um, under Matarat. So um, we talked about in the previous show how they've actually, I think they've been quite good um, in terms of the transfer window as well. Um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, whether it's Grillage or Veghorst in particular, who could really kind of jump back into being a very impressive goal scorer in the Bundesliga without, you know, a huge amount of effort, really. But I've got high hopes for for Freiburg this season. You know, I think they'll be, again, pushing for a top four. There's nothing to suggest to me that Christian Strike has lost a huge amount of talent in that team. Um, and I think history kind of suggests that unless... Unless Freiburg get properly dismantled and strike has to go back to square one, then more often than not, they do improve season to season. So I think this will be a really tricky opening tie for them, but I've gone for a 2-1 win for Freiburg. See, I, I did the exact opposite. I went for a 2-1 Hoffenheim win here. Um, I I feel like the home... Well, it's home about team time we came up with different predictions. It's 100%. <laughs> it had to happen. Um, and I, 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 just, I just sensed that Hoffenheim are going to be really up for it this year uh, under Pellegrino Matarazzo and you know they're at home um, home advantage can be a big one and I just 
I just feel that although I think ultimately Freiburg will be all right, I think this is going to be maybe the first upset of this match day with Hoffenheim taking all three points here. So we'll see. You know, it's good that we don't agree on this one um, because, you know, otherwise people might 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 uh, accuse us of telling us the results ahead of time, which we absolutely do not. Um, all right. So up next, Augsburg against Gladbach um, is up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go first here for this one. Uh, I went for a 3-0 Gladbach win um, because, you know, we did talk in the previous show about how we feel like Gladbach could be one of those teams to push into the top nine. I think that they've done a lot of things right. I think this is a team to really watch out for and I think they're going to come up with a big statement win on match day one and I think, you know, they're going to dismantle Augsburg. Yeah. Er, that's, that's that's quite dismantling. Uh I've also gone for Gladbach when I've I've kind of I think it'll be a lot closer. Uh in in a sense I think it's gone I've gone for a, a two one win. Um and actually I found a great stat today actually that Augsburg um have only won their opening Bundesliga match of the season twice in their history. Uh so they've obviously been in the Bundesliga ten seasons and they've only won uh they actually well the stat I've got says maybe it's the last ten seasons I don't know but um they've they've won one drawn one no sorry they've lo- they've won zero drawn one and lost nine um not that I think these kind of silly stats mean anything in the, when it comes to you know twenty two players walking onto a football pitch on any given day of the year but um I think what probably will play a part as you mentioned is just how good Gladbach have looked this summer um. They absolutely trounced uh, Bersenbrook the in the in the Pokal seven nil. Uh, we talked in the previous show about how much we expect a lot more from Gladbach this season, particularly under Gerard uh, Gerardo Siona. Um, but also just the manner in which they've built a really impressive squad. They've replaced the players that left quite well, I think. Um, and I think these kind of fixtures are exactly the kind of one kind of ones we're expecting Gladbach to push on and pick up three points where maybe last season or the season before they really struggled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, all right. Up next is Stuttgart against Bochum. And per tradition, you are up first, Stefan. <laughs> so, I don't know if we're calling us a potential six-pointer already, um, but um, maybe that's a bit harsh. Um, I think, I mean, this could have easily actually been a kind of... Um, match of the week the match of the match day or game of the match day I can't remember how we, how we called it but you know two teams who were fighting tooth and nail to avoid relegation last season who should do better this year I think Stuttgart in particular um, should do better um, and I, I have picked them for like a very narrow win I've gone for a 1-0 win because I think it's going to be a very very tight match Um I have kind of predicted Bochum to finish in that playoff spot, but I really should stress, and I'm doing as much as I can to kind of hedge my bets, that I do so with the asterisks alongside it that, you know, if they finish there, it'll be within one or two points of maybe three or four other clubs. And there's every chance that Stuttgart could be one of those clubs um, if they don't kind of get their act together, uh, as they did last season, but there's no guarantee that they'll kind of start the season this season as well as they finished last one. Um but yeah, we'll see what happens. But I think this will be a very, very tight match. I've gone for a 1-0 win for Stuttgart. Yeah, I've gone for something really similar. I went for a 2-1 win for Stuttgart. And, I, you know, like you, I need to stress that 
the predicting the Bundesliga, especially in the relegation race, can be so very difficult. Um, while we hadn't had the sort of title race like we had last year for many years, um, the relegation is usually very different. Especially the the um, maybe not. We usually have one team that gets relegated quite quickly, right? But then we have um, the put the anything between like sixteenth um, and seventeenth up to sometimes 12th and 11th even, can be very, very tight. Um, and I, I agree with you, this is a game that Stuttgart want to probably win right away just to have those three points in the pocket over Bochum because when the when the final match day does come around, those three points can be extremely valuable. And as I said, I, I think that Stuttgart are going to win this game 2-1. Um, I think they are going to face an enormous task in the replacing Endo for this match, and I'm really curious to see how they're going to do it. Um, so yeah, that's that. All right, up next, Dortmund against Köln. Um, I went for an easy 3-0 win for Dortmund. I think Dortmund are there to prove a point. Um, I think that they're really up for it. I think they were good in the Pokal. Um, I've seen them, of course, in the United States, um, uh, and they were firing out of all cylinders there. Um, I think that this is a club on a mission, and I think they're going to start mission on day one, and they're going to win this game 3-0. Yeah, I've gone for an almost identical result actually, I've gone for a 3-1 win and yeah, I completely agree with you, uh, Dortmund couldn't have had a better summer window um, I actually did a kind of um, a newsletter on them recently talking about exactly that and how, you know, I'm not going to say the stars have aligned and try and hype them up to be title contenders or challengers or potential champions because I know a lot of people do that every season we've certainly been um you know, guilty of that in the past, but I think they've just kind of, instead of maybe um, causing a lot of kind of noise, I think they've actually been very composed, they've been very kind of settled, I guess the best word I can think of, this summer, and yeah, they've picked up some really impressive signings, um, you know, Terzic is continuing to kind of build something impressive there, I think there's still question marks over him as a head coach, which I guess my newsletter, largely the, the main thrust of it was to say the only thing that could maybe really let him down this summer would be whether Terzic kind of mismanages key points of that season. Um, but, yeah, when it comes to this fixture, I think Cologne, um, you know, I think they're a decent mid-table side. They're a team who could get kind of dragged into the bottom half of the table, or not the bottom half, but bottom quarter of the table, shall we say. Um, and, yeah, I think I think this is quite a convenient opening tie for Dortmund, and I've gone for a three-one win. So Dortmund starting off on their best footing. Um, all right, that gets us into the Sunday fixtures, Stefan. The first one is on Union Berlin against Mainz. What do you think here? Again, I think this is probably going to be quite a tight one. It kind of make, I think it feels quite similar to the Stuttgart versus Bochum um, fixture in a sense, except maybe like a kind of top half version of it. Um, I think Mainz continue to fly under the radar they always do um, and you know I think it's kind of overlooked how actually quite impressive they were last season in the end um, but of course Union have, have looked really good as well and you know I think the fact that Union are still signing players to this <laughs> very day actually they've, they confirmed to this very Vola. moment <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, they can they confirmed another one just before we started recording this podcast. Um, it makes you wonder whether they actually have the most settled squad in the world. But 
you know, as we've talked about a hundred times, they've got the sheer size of that squad probably means that Ayers Fisher can probably put together a pretty solid 11. Uh, they looked perfectly fine in their Polkow clash against Waldorf, which they won 4-0. Um, and I think they probably should get the better of Mainz here. I've gone for a very narrow 1-0 win, um, which to me suggests that it could easily be a draw. Mainz could easily take points off this game, but I think on the balance of things, I've gone for a 1-0 win. Hmm. I went for something really similar. Um, I went for a 2-1 win for Union Berlin. Um, also want to point out, one of our Substack readers just put in the thread, Kevin Folland is back in the Bundesliga. Union are looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they have a lot of good players. Um, I'm curious to see how many of the new players will, will play in this game, Stefan, because they've signed so many. Uh, I would love to see Kevin Folland back. Um, on the on the weekend, whether it's from the start or coming off the bench, um, I hope Robin Gosens plays. This is a game that I will 100% watch um, because I'm really curious to see what they have done. Um, like you, unfortunately, on Saturday, I I will be um, occupied. I have a bicycle race um, really early in the morning, 157 kilometers. So I will be recording the matches. Oh, actually, no, I don't have to record them. They're on the zone now in Canada, so I can just back watch them, which is even easier. But I will definitely settle in on the on the Sunday matches on the couch. I will probably not do much moving on Sunday, to be honest with you, because of the bike race that I have on Saturday. But this will be one I'm watching. I'm really, really curious about this um, and what Union have been doing. And I think they're going to win this game 2-1. And maybe we'll see a Kevin Fallon winner. Wouldn't be that something? <laughs> yeah, it would be. Um... <laughs> That'd be quite something. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think... Uh, we're talking about that kind of final match day um, I guess I have to kind of go for Frankfurt don't I unless you've got something different to suggest well yeah that's that's you that is you to start uh, your prediction Frankfurt against Darmstadt by the way that's a derby it's a Hessen derby yeah which I kind of want to suggest should be a good contest but can't look before it be on Frankfurt here um, you know it's it, it's a tricky one. Um, I'm still not entirely made up on Frankfurt this season, to be perfectly honest with you. There's still talk of Colomani moving on. They've obviously lost a lot of players above and beyond him uh, in midfield and defence in particular. Um, and on top of that, a head coach who, with all the goodwill in the world, is almost entirely inexperienced at this level Um and will really have to prove himself after some big names have been in that job recently. It's big personalities in particular, so there's a lot. There's a lot of change at Frankfurt, and that's before we even consider whether Colomani is going to stick around or not. Um, which might look less and less likely now that Neymar's left PSG. But um, yeah, I've gone for a two 0 win over Darmstadt in this one, not because Frankfurt look um convincing but just because I think Darmstadt are going to really struggle this season and I think Frankfurt on a bad day probably still have enough to beat Darmstadt yeah I went for a 3-1 win here um, I'm with you this could be Kolomwani's final game now that I think of it and you know what I think Frankfurt needs to sell him because I don't think they're going to get that sort of money for him next year um, you know Kolomwani is one bad Bundesliga season away from turning from a 100 million euro player to a 20 million euro player you need to take that money you really need to. So, yeah. Um, I think this might be his last outing if they take that money. And then I'm really curious to see how Frankfurt, what Frankfurt are going to do with the window essentially just open for another 12 days, right? 
um, which will make things really exciting um, for us because we work in that kind of field. Um, but yeah, I think that for that game, Frankfurt will be fine and they're going to win it. Um, oh, hey, that gives leads us to our final section. Uh, not much to talk about this week. Stefan, your fantasy team um, and my fantasy team. Who is going to go first, reveal what they have here? And I'm probably going to post mine later on Twitter. I'll be quite honest. Ahead of this first match day, there wasn't a ton of creativity here, and I'm probably going to change around quite a bit uh, once I get a feel for it. But um, who of us should go first, revealing their starting 11 and their, like, bench? Oh, God, the bench as well. That's a terrifying thought. Thankfully, there's only four guys on it, so... Yeah, I'll let (laughs) you go first. Feel free. All right. Okay, I went in goal with Gregor Kobel, so easy, easy choice right there. In defense, I have Joranovic, Orban, and Ryerson. Um, then in midfield, Musiala, Olmo, Sabitzer, and Brandon Aronson as a kind of a wild card. And then in, in the attack, I went full-on big three, Stefan, Haller, Kane, Onedo, Penda. Um, <laughs> hopefully that's going to work out. Um, I, got okay, I got Harry Kane on a deal, unlike Bayern Munich. There was a deal on him because he's a new signing. Yeah, so, I think I did as well. I think so, everyone in the world who's played in this game probably picked up Kane this week. I watched him and then he's already going to score like 10 goals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or Phil Krug scores the goals. Yeah, or Phil Krug scores the goals. And then on the bench, I put Vaclav Czerny. Um, I thought he was really impressive for Wolfsburg in the um, card. And then uh, another uh, Union Berlin defender, because I actually do think that Berlin, unlike some other clubs, can defend. And that's uh, Jogo Leische, or Leische, I think it's pronounced. And then uh, Kilian Sidilia from Freiburg, who I was really impressed with. And then my backup goalkeeper, um, and depending on how things go, he might actually be sooner number one, is uh, Matic Kova, the new Leverkusen goalkeeper, who I think is the signing that could make take the, the starting goal from Radetzky. So there we go. That's my team. Um, so, yeah, impressive. I've gone for Muller, uh, which is that's the Freiburg goalkeeper in goals. I've got Raum, uh, Weiser, and Sosa as my defenders. Uh, I've got Patrick Wimmer. I've got Lindstrom, Julian Brandt, Jonas Hoffman as my midfielders, Daniel Malin, Harry Kane, and then I've got I've picked up Gregorich, the Freiburg forward, uh, as my third striker. Um, so, I mean, if I had to pick one who I think will probably do well this weekend, it's probably between Wimmer and Lindstrom because they're both playing you know, the really promoted teams and they could rack up a decent amount of goals there. So that'd probably be my shout. Uh, and then on the bench, there's absolutely no rhyme or reason to this because I did that classic fantasy football thing where I picked my start 11 and I just let it auto-pick the bench to see if I had enough money to fill it. Uh, so I've got Dimitros Limnos, uh, the Cologne midfielder, Mohamed Simakan, the Leipzig defender, who... Admittedly, he's a decent, um, who could be a decent, can, yeah. It's good. He is good in the, su- good yeah, in the Super exactly. Cup. Yeah, uh, exactly. Hoffenheim defender, Kevin Vogt, and Freiburg. Got two Freiburg goalkeepers, oddly enough. I know, sorry, Gladbach goalkeeper, uh, Moritz Nicolas uh, on my bench. So Do you only think that you need to watch out? I think Freiburg might start with Alto Bolo. Yeah, and goal, I think they might give Alto Bolo the number nine, one, number one. Yeah. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um. I, I always try for, like, I'm terrible at fantasy because I always forget to change my lineups. 
But when I know that one of my goalkeepers isn't always starting, Kobel is a great example for that because he didn't start all every game last year, right? Because of his injuries. I pick a goalkeeper from another club that could be playing and still win. So that's my gamble with Kuba from Leverkusen. <laughs> I'm probably overthinking this, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this season plays out, that's for sure. Yeah, and then I guess I think from, from this match day on, we're going to try. You kind of did it already, some players to keep an eye on. Um, and I think you showed a big team playing against a lower team where they can rack up points is probably always a good thing to keep an eye on. So, yeah. Here we go. Well, good luck, everyone who is playing fantasy football. I, I always want to add this show as always is brought to you in association with Get German Football News as a partnership that we had uh, since last year. Check out their site, please. Uh, Get German Football News is, is a fantastic resource on German football in English. So check that out. I always want to thank the DFL for um, their cooperation with the Fantasy Bundesliga. Um, I think this is this is going to be a lot of fun. And then lastly... This show, as always, is brought to you by Bet Online. Um, Stefan, may the games begin. Enjoy match day one. The Bundesliga is back. Have a happy weekend. Auf Wiedersehen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wallen. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcast. Yes.